Welcome to Sky Pirate Radio. That's the new song that you'll hear like when you it. listen to Sky Pirate Radio. We're a video game podcast. We make video games. My name's Jace uh, Van Cadoven. I think I'm going to start going by my full name a little, a little bit more. It makes should. me sound like a, a a baron of some kind. I'm Jace Van Cadoven. I only recently learned that the V in Van is not capitalized. Uh, so that's that's put a whole tweet. I think my birth certificate is capitalized. So I think my name my name might just be wrong. I might, I might be bastardized, Kevin. You don't have a legal name. Uh, how do, what about your name? Kevin Stott. Kevin Van Cadoven. Kevin Van Cadoven, after we finally get married. <laughs> for me, the, um, uh, the V is capitalized, actually. I changed no, my no, name. For me... <laughs> well, I actually changed mine in turn, and I made the whole V-A-N capitalized, so it's oh, really exciting. Oh, well, like, there's... It's... I'll have to apply uh, for it to be all in bold. Maybe I should get a van. Maybe that should be my big whole thing, is that <laughs> it'd be part of my name, and then I'd also be like, oh, here comes the van guy, his name's fucking Van. And then everyone would know me as Van. That's true, everyone needs a, everyone needs a thing. Mm-hmm. It's like my, uh, my mum's friend, Hot Dogs, uh, who, was, uh, who was a weird guy who got, uh, who got chased by police um, and, and ended up in a tree. Uh, with dogs barking at him in a helicopter ahead. Sometimes you just need a thing. Like like our old friend Hot Dogs did. Um, Kevin, what's your thing? What what do you do? Well, I I guess I make video games. <laughs> video guess. games? Is that, so you, so been... you're not running you're not in hot hot pursuit. No, I well But you do I... make video games about uh people in hot pursuit and that's Getaway Grand Prix, Kevin. That's How's true. that been going? You've been working on the surveillance van. Getting that into the game has I that have. been? I haven't checked the latest latest build just yet. Has that has that made its way in? Um, it is in. It doesn't spawn how it should normally spawn. It's just in the level. Um, I see. Okay, I yes. can finally get some some cool footage of it then. That'll be nice. Yes, the the surveillance fan is here and it's new. It has a radar mm. that moves around it, and if you touch the radar, then it locks on and all the police cars know where you are. Wow. What a what a uh, little trick. What a neat little character. A twist on the old Pac-Man formula. Sort of a new kind of character that'll alert all the ghosts. What do you think about that, listeners? Does that sound up your alley? It sounds up my... I like, I like the surveillance fan. And I like the idea. It's also uh, the the head chief of police who uh, is in the surveillance van, and he will have some neat dialogue stuff that you'll be able to to uh, see throughout the game that I've been uh, writing in. If you want to know more about it, we're going to have a mailing list as well. Um, we'll have a mailing list all about uh, the surveillance van and uh, enemies and and what all their behaviors are going to be for what we have right now. So stay tuned for that. Sign up at skypiratestudios.com. If you like news, um, and you've also been working on a, another little prototype at the moment, sort of it's new, but uh, it's sort of based on a, a, like a core idea you guys, you and Joey had, like oh jeez, like almost ten years ago now. I feel like of the original um, stocks and sword stuff. Yeah, maybe we probably did it in twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen was when we came mm, up with it. At- that was the turn based version. That was the original one that we did for a uh, assignment at our video game college. That's what that was. 
Yeah, that was its very first one, and then we mm. wanted... And then the next one after that was uh, trying to make it into a Mario Luigi RPG. Yes, yes. And then... Kind of... Then I did all new sprites for it that were simplified in three colours so I could do them more. And I worked on a lot of monsters in that style for a long time with no game to put them in. And then I tried to do it, but it was copying Hop and Helm, but I didn't finish that. And then I tried to do like a turn-based one, but that didn't feel right either. But now I think... I've all the pieces have fallen into place. All my work for the last five years, all the little collections and little pixel effects that I've collected over time, I can finally put them together, and uh, it's it's working. It's good. It feels good. Yeah, it, it that I will say it does feel good, and you can see some footage on our Twitter at Sky Pirate Radio. There's a, a neat GIF that we posted that that got a lot of nice attention. Thank you, everybody. Thank all, you. All of your uh, your likes and retweets and and nice little comments were very sweet. It feels and, uh, good to mm. um have people like it because it's been a while. Yeah, it was a numbers were a little bit lower on uh, getaway Grand Prix stuff, and it's kind of one of those things where it's hard for us to to really gauge what people are into or what people are feeling. Um, but but we're still really excited about getaway Grand Prix, and you, we hope you are too out there if you've yeah. uh, been been checking it out. We're gonna keep going with it, and we're gonna keep making it looking flashier and nicer. It's gonna be a fun uh, arcade action game. Just like uh, Stocks and Swords, if, if that, that is still the uh, title for this one at this point. Yeah, it's a tricky one, because it, it has been called Stocks and Swords for the whole time, time that it's been named that, but it doesn't have any stocks in it yet, so... I'm no. either, They're either going to have to come up with how the stocks part <laughs> is in it, or come up with a new name, I guess. I can't I can't wait until we have like a you know, a big meeting with a publisher or something. It's just a dude from a, in a suit across the table and he's like licking his lips a little bit. He's like, Got a lot of got a lot of swords in it, not a lot of stock yet, huh? <laughs> what are we gonna Gotta add a, some stocks in there. It's an everyday problem that uh a, a kind <laughs> of a producer experiences with new talent. Why don't you just call it swords? <laughs> oh wouldn't that work? What's it called swords? I don't know. Look, we have to we have to assess all our options here with uh, video game development. We're, we're making art, making things. Um, so thank you for joining us along the ride, everybody. Is that uh, is there any other video game dev stuff we want to talk about right now? I think um, we I, I hit all my bases. Yeah, I think we covered it. It's so Stocks and Swords is kind of a RPG slash a, a um I guess like a fighting beat em up. game or a beat em yeah. up, yeah. So yeah, or it's my my breakthrough was just saying, well, maybe the movement just happens automatically, and really you're kind of so you have three buttons for uh, attack, jump, and block, and you can uh, magic, right? Yeah, and magic, and then maybe there'll be one for items, and then I'm also maybe you'll be able to swipe on the screen to do like special moves, but. Mm. If I take out the movement, then you can just be like, well, you can make, like, block, if you start holding block, it'll start moving you backwards. It's like these other actions can do kind of double duty as movement, and then you don't have to have separate buttons for it. And that Mm -hmm. means you can get 
all of the thing. I'm I can't believe I've fit so much stuff in that you can do onto the mobile screen. It's yeah, all of the and things. It, it all feels quite simple and organic. Um, it's not complex, I yes. don't think. So the, yeah, I'll keep we'll keep hopping along on that. Uh, some enemy attacks and stuff, and then mm-hmm. new enemies put in some of that stuff for the sprites I've already got, and then figure out what the overworld is going to be. I guess. Yeah. It's exciting. It's it's, it's very exciting. Promising and good. Then we're going to pitch it to Square Enix as a <laughs> the world ends with you mobile version. <laughs> we're going to use all these mechanics and we're going to we're going to make a new uh, Square Enix game for the mobile and it's going to have microtransactions. Is that happening? How does that sound, Kevin? Is that a real thing that's happening? No, I, I just I just I just thought the the mechanic sounded like um that you were explaining sounded like a a, a light version of world end end with you stuff with the, a little bit of touchscreen shenanigans going on along with some button inputs so we could we could just easily kevin yes. <laughs> just approach square enix and, and ask them if we can make a new world's ends with you game you, all you've got to do is design some dudes with zippers change the green uh, goblin man to a big zipper boy and then <laughs> we'll, we'll go from there you're right all right no we're just kidding everybody stocks and sorts more stuff um so that's video games. I haven't been. I, I might start with what we've been playing, Kevin, because I really haven't been playing much. It's mostly been uh, schoolwork at the moment. I have one of these classes where it's it's an experimental film class, and it's my first uh, grade two university class, and uh, they have us doing a lot of practical work every week. I have to make little. Uh, it's really weird because we have to follow sort of an analog film curriculum. Uh, where we're doing, like, old Russian, like, experimental films. It's just, like, weird editing of, like, a house or some shit. And it's like, yeah. all right, now you got to do it um, digitally and, 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 and replicate all these, these sort of tricks that they did. And it's been sort of helpful learning how to edit and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but also a, a, a ton of workload. So I, I've just been, I've just been uh, making uh, Russian art pieces. I should show you some, <laughs> Kevin, because some of them I'm are excited. real fucking... Some are bad. <laughs> One of the assignments was like, oh, just take a two... We have to take two non-moving static uh, sort of 30-second shots uh, of ambient, like, abstract shots of your house. And it was <laughs> with, like, a soundscape over it. <laughs> so I just did my, my, like, my bathroom. Did some, like, abstract shots of the window and the lamp and the bath and stuff like that. And then there's just a whole bunch of fucking shit noise over it. Um... <laughs> I got a pretty good grade too. Nice I bet. It, I, hope, I hope they don't hear this. You're promising up you. and comer in the Russian <laughs> mm-hmm. film. Movement. Yes. Well, I'm Jace Van Kaderen. Don't forget. I can count as like a <laughs> Dutch conquistador or some kind of filmmaker. I'll I'll make it on my name alone, and I'll start using an accent. I'll be like, I I I am Jace. I am Jace. Hello. <laughs> I uh, uh I have a lot of. I'll be like the new David Cage. It's gonna be really sick. Um, world ends with you too, taking a whole new direction. Um, uh, I've just been playing Ring Fit. I've been keeping it, uh, keeping myself keeping it uh, tight. Sound of body, so I can be sound of mind in my assignments, um, and keeping my body tight. Just this morning, before we started the podcast, to pump me up, I tried to do this big boss battle against this big, big purple dragon, who uh, kicked the kicked the shit out of me. It's the first time in Ring Fit I lost. 
he he beat me, and it's a fitness game. I didn't have enough like uh, health items, and and eventually he was like at the very last sliver of his his life, and I lost. So I'm gonna have to do all that again. But at least you still get a you get level up progression. So it's not really it's it's how long did the it's fight weird take? because it's just as much tied to like what you're doing and and the fight took about ten minutes. So I was there sweating okay. like a pig for ten minutes only to only to lose, which was a little bit uh. At least it, it put, wasn't put like a bit an of a dour mood on me before the podcast started. Yeah, if it was an hour, that would be, would be really rough. Uh, you can kind of... It, it's nice that the game lets you set sort of where you're at with your uh, fitness stuff. So I think mine yeah. is, is pretty balanced, but it's pushing me just a little bit. I think I, I, I think I actually have to grind, which is a weird thing. Not like <laughs> Just to level up my guy rather than like get better at fitness. Because at a yeah. certain point, you just hit a limit with that. It's, it's, a, it's kind of at odds, you're a I guess. You're a perfect human specimen. <laughs> Yeah, I have to be. I have to be fucking a, a professional wrestler to do this you're, shit. Yeah, you're at the limits um, of human. You're at the limits of human uh, growth and ability, and so you, you're just grinding for, for level ups. Mm. Yeah, at a certain point, I'm just going to do the fight again, and I lost the game. Just going to be like, oof, sorry, you're a beta. You can't do it. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. That's this is how we are uh, sorting yeah, society this, this into is, those that are the... allowed to reproduce. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about that uh, when I was playing Ring Fit. I kept thinking about uh, Philip K. Dick's novel, "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep," which eventually turned into the movie Blade Runner. And in that, there's a sort of VR game people play where they're just doing. I think they're just climbing a mountain, and it, it, it's really terrible, and they hate it. And it, they do it every day when they go home. They just everyone's just climbing this big mountain for entertainment. Anyway, Ring Fit's a lot of fun. I, th- I think it's an enjoyable sort of workout, good game, um, that, that, that'll test your emotions, it'll test your patience, it'll test your big muscles too. But that's really all I've been, all I've been up to in, in between all my assignment works. I'd love to know, Kevin, what mm. you've been tinkering around with in your little basement full of tricks oh, and treats. I, I, it's, a, it's kind of a... You open up the doors and it's kind of a... I'm dressed up in a top hat, and I say, everything you can see, you can play. <laughs> wow. It's, so it's, it's a bit like um, Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium, so to speak. Is, yes. Is that, yeah, but everything a is a video game. <laughs> uh-huh. It's, it's, all, it's all gadgets and gizmos and, and, and geek stuff galore, Kevin. <laughs> oh, man, it's a... Let me tell you, Jace, it's a geek's heaven over here. It's, it's basically <laughs> Gamer's Paradise? That sounds sick, dude. Sign me up. Okay. Heck yeah. So... Lay it out for me, buddy. What do we got? The new... Uh, the first new character for the new Smash Fighters past is here. It's me. Oh, headline news, arms. everybody! Play the song quick. Headline news. New Smash Fighter character. Okay. What is it? It's Min Min from ARMS. The the classic Switch game ARMS. We all know and love. Everyone loves it. Everyone remembers it. Arms. Um, and I think that they did a pretty good job. It feels very faithful to arms, 
And in doing that, it has also made a character that's very kind of strange and new to Smash. And he and Min Min doesn't play like anyone else. I guess maybe a little bit like um, Little Little Mac or something. Mm. You don't have very good kind of jumping or mobility. Um, you don't really have special moves in the way that a normal character has special moves. You just have your big arms, which are pretty strong, and they give you also huge reach. That's the the kind of most fun part I have, is like, you're knocking someone off the stage, normally to kind of chase them and, what is it called, edge guard them, and to stop them from getting back on, you'd have to jump off the platform and try and do some sort of mid-air shenanigans. But with Min Min, you can just stand on stand on the stage and your arms are so long that you can just go bonk them off right on the edge. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you have... Instead of... So, you have your normal arm, which is a dragon arm. If you do it as a smash attack, it also shoots out a laser, which gives it even more extra range. Um, and then... Instead of having kind of normal specials, you have kind of just a second attack button that attacks with your second arm, and then your down special changes what your second arm is between kind of a quick, um, but not as powerful, but it has kind of a large area, little disc, or another dragon laser arm, or a big heavy uh, electricity kind of mace arm, and that's your strong one. Um, and it's good. It's been good to play as Min Min. Also, I played some online because I've I've tried it a long time ago, but my connection wasn't fast enough, so I couldn't really play it because it would take like thirty second breaks every every minute. Yeah. Um, but since I've got new internet, I was like, well, I'm gonna give it a go, and I found it to be quite fun. Although I died a lot because I had so many points kind of raised up from just playing by myself. I had to, um, it was weird. I had to kind of, Oh yeah, I had too many. I was, I was ranked too high. Um, so So playing the single player campaign. Yeah. It all, it's all based off global smash power, which I think you have, you kind of have a number as a player and you also have numbers (laughs) for each character. I don't really understand how it works. But I had uh-huh. to I had to kind of die a lot before I was able to uh, play against some people that I was good at. <laughs> it brought but it you was... brought you crashing back down to reality. <laughs> yeah, <little bit. laughs> I was because I, I was curious about whether about how good I was. Um, I was playing King DDD. Here's my favorite one because um, mm-hmm. I learned how to suck stuff stuck suck up projectiles and shoot them back out with inhale and you can also do that with your own uh gordo spike ball guys that you throw as well um so learning that kind of combo and how you can use those together um has been a lot of fun because you can just shoot everyone's stuff back out at them and also a lot of the time they'll just hit your gordo back at you and then it's you can use it then as well which is good um, but yeah, I just got destroyed a lot by Bayonetta, who can do these giant combos in the air, which sucked. Um, <laughs> but then eventually I got knocked down low enough that 
I it was like either I couldn't get any hits on or I was fighting someone who I'm so good against them that they couldn't get any hits in. Mm. Um, but it was more it was very tense. Um, it's very tense to be fighting another player. Yeah, I had a night. But the where... sk- but the skill level of the two players didn't really level out at any certain point yet. I don't know. I didn't play it that much. I guess it's uh-huh. it's it's hard. People um, people behave differently than the computers do. I guess. Um, I played that. I had a big night where I played that, and then I played a game of Atomicrops where I won and got a bunch of cornucopias for upgrading my house and then I played Tetris 99 and I won. It was a big night in video games oh for me. Oh my god, you, you you were there with your gamer headphones, your gamer chair, your Mountain Dew, just grinning ear to ear, winning sure, winning left and right. I sure was. Um, yeah. I'm excited to find out what the other uh, fighters will be. I hope that we get the a Rhythm Heaven one. Um... What would that look like? Um, well, people are saying... there's. It's been rumoured for a while that... It the would Chorus be, Kids? Yeah, it'll be the Chorus Kids, and then I guess there will be probably... I mean, the only way... There's so many characters in Rhythm Heaven, you, the only real way to do it is, like, every attack is a new kind of guy, which I think would <laughs> work. That'd be crazy! Well, it's... Um, like, Game & Watch is kind of like that, you know? He changes... A little bit. Especially in this new one, he changes to the different kind of designs and stuff. So, yeah, hopefully mm. it'll be like that. I haven't really heard any rumours about what else it could be. Mm. Um, I, I yeah, keep thinking, like, that just, it, it just transfer. but the idea, it would need to have, like, a core form that it would start as, like, Mr. Game & Watch, because otherwise it would be like you're fighting, like, a, a Scanner Darkly or some shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it would, it would be like... <laughs> I guess it would be like you are the chorus kids, and then you, your specials could like summon other guys or mm. something. Just make it Munchy Monk. Fuck it. That's what I would do at Munchy Monk. Well, people, yeah. there's like lots of fan videos out there who want to do Karate Joe for it, for it, but then it's that's pretty boring because then it will just be if they do Karate Joe, then it will just, just be like rear again. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it something um, different and crazy because there's yeah. no there's no real way you could do a serious. You can't do a serious Rhythm Heaven fighter. It's gonna. I I just hope they do it, and it's a funny, crazy character. Yeah. Did they ever make a Rhythm Heaven level that would like go through some of the different mini games? That'd be a really good idea. I don't think they did. I don't. They made a. There's a WarioWare one, but but probably yeah. not a Rhythm Rhythm Heaven one. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. It was kind of started being the kind of thing that they would do in between games I guess like there's probably not a Mm. like I don't know if there's a a trophy maybe there's a trophy or something of like the chorus kids I don't know yeah I think there's like there must be like an assist trophy or something Um, but who knows we don't hopefully we're a video game podcast we don't know (laughs) I have gotten and also I'd like to see Sora I don't know if they will it seems unlikely and also I have no (laughs) idea what it would even be like Um, (laughs) but it would make me happy Mm. it'd Um, be Sora but they took off all the the Mickey Mouse stuff to save some money yeah they wouldn't you wouldn't be able to have anyone maybe yeah 
The only thing that it would have maybe is a Donald and Goofy. Maybe they could be like specials that do something, mm. but I the it coming to Sora coming to smash it all seems pretty out there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if they'd ever do, like Kingdom Hearts free for the Switch or something like that. I don't know if they ever did that. Maybe, but yeah, who knows? Uh, we'll never know. I think they should put looking at my games. They should put Norman Reedus from Death Stranding in it. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd be have he'd have the baby. It'd be good. He'd <laughs> you know, he'd um, be very quiet and walk around. And apart from that, I have been playing. I got the um. It was on sale recently, the World Ends With You final remix on the Switch. Ah, speaking of, mm. here we are, back back around again, I knew it would happen this way, World Ends With You, doing a little bit of research before the, the double squeakle. It's, um... um what's it's it? you, I remember playing like five minutes of this game on your DS when we were at a farm, um, somewhere, and then I put it down because it seemed very, uh, confusing. It's definitely a weird game. Um, it's also, like, uh, it's kind of like a Kingdom Hearts game. Mm. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a Kingdom Hearts game, but it's not a Kingdom Hearts game in, like, superficial ways, in that the enemies look a little bit different and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. It's, uh, so, like, on the DS, I, I remember that it was formatted, like, the top screen was one character and the bottom screen was a, another character. And you were using like button inputs as well as touchscreen movements to attack with both of them. Is that uh, negotiated? Is that not how it works? So the way that it works now is instead of having a different separate combo thing on the top screen, you just tap enemies and she comes on the bottom screen and will help you attack. Um, And then there's also a thing... I don't remember this being in the other one, but kind of to replace that, there's... a you can activate like a special power and it shows you you do like kind of a memory game it has like the they use the ESP cards so like the cir- card that has like a circle or a star or like wiggly lines and they show you it for like a point two seconds and then you have like four other cards and you have to remember which ones were the circle and tap on those and then it keeps adding another card um, and so you do you do that and you get as far as you can and you get lots of extra damage and stuff. Um, it is a good game. I forgot that it had so much uh, writing and talking in it that isn't really important. Oh, so so it's Kingdom Hearts a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They <laughs> The main character is like super... He just hates... He hates everyone and he hates society and whatever and we have to listen to him talk about it a lot. Um, (laughs) The Joker over here, fucking... (laughs) But yeah, you have your different pins that you equip that do different attacks and they level up and you eat food and then after each fight it digests a little bit and after you digest the whole thing you get a bonus. And you get experience for your pins for the time that you don't play. It's got a lot of weird stuff in it. Um, but it feels like maybe they were like... I imagine that this is a game that probably started as a prototype that had, like, uh, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories temporary art. <laughs> and 
it doesn't it kind of doesn't work well enough to be the kind of core the combat doesn't work quite well enough to be the kind of core of the thing and so the way they change it was like well instead of making it really tight we'll just make it there be a lot of different items that you can have so that if you can't get one of them to work if you can't figure out what the gesture is supposed to be then at least there'll be other ones that you can replace it with um and it's fun. I guess I haven't got that much to say about it, except for that it's weird to be playing it again after such a long time, and everything is basically as I remember it, except for there's a lot more talking. <laughs> now, do you think that's in the uh, patch notes for this final remix, whatever the freak <laughs> edition is? That more, that more talking, a little bit more story to get you invested a little bit, because... <laughs> I know it brought a smile to my face when I saw those idiots in Dream Drop Distance. I was like, oh, good. I love these characters. I love yeah. these guys that are all... That It seems like a lot of them are just like, oh, we're rebel tough kids. Like a Tetsuya Nomura kind of staple cloud strife sort of thing. I like that, that Dream Drop Distance game a lot, but boy, I, I could not care less about what was going on there. <laughs> yeah, Dream, story I started stuff. playing. Um, I really like grinding rails and, and swinging around lampposts and things. <laughs> yeah, I started playing Kingdom Hearts three with Jacinta, and I've kind of been going back thinking about all of Kingdom Hearts stuff. Dream Dot Distance is very good because just because it was a spin off, they were allowed to use some wheel some weird worlds. It's got that Tron Legacy world. It's got Fantasia. It's good stuff. And I might have uh, talked about this before, but I think when I was... I haven't, fin- I haven't gotten that, that far in Kingdom Hearts 3. I kind of put it down for a while, and my brother's using my Xbox, so I can't play it. But uh, it there were a lot less opportunities for that like, swinging around stuff. When I was going around Traverse Town in Dream Drop Distance, it seemed like I could just like fling through the whole place, grinding rails and swinging on lampposts and stuff. Uh, there's a lot more open space in Kingdom Hearts 3, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, as you get as you get through, you get kind of close to the ability, the kind of mobility that you had. Um, and they still have some of the street posts and stuff. I guess they added lots of, like, you can just walk straight up a wall. <laughs> they added a lot of that into yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3. A lot of shiny walls. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. If you're going to... If you know you're going to end up having like big hero six level where it's just all buildings and you have to have some idea of how you're going to get Sora to the top of those buildings and move around Mm. yeah i I got to where did i get to i think i just got to toy story 3 and it was toy story whatever and it was kind of creepy (laughs) yeah it's choice kingdom hearts 3 has got a a very weird vibe um Mm. it's almost like, almost none of the places you go to are based on, like, 2D movies. It's, like, it's like Toy Story and Rapunzel and Frozen and all these other 3D things. Which is interesting because they... Especially with something like... Like, the Toy Story world in Kingdom Hearts 3 looks better than Toy Story the movie from 1999. Because of the technology. Um, but yeah, it just feels like a... I'm sure it's because of the weird... 
length of time and all of the crazy stuff where they were working on Final Fantasy 15 and stuff as well. But it feels like someone rolled out the... They're like, oh, okay, we have to make a Kingdom Hearts game? Okay. <laughs> and they made a su- feeling... like superficially a Kingdom Hearts game that is missing a piece of its soul. Yeah. I'm sure it's also, like, I've heard so many things about, like, the handling of Disney IPs, and it seems like it's a, probably a lot of, like, negotiation and going back and forth about what you can put in a game and what you can't, and what characters can even say and what they can't. Because even in the Toy Story world, it seems like, and I think you mentioned this when we first had our big Kingdom Hearts free talk, um, when it came out. Uh, was that the characters just kind of go like, I don't know what the hell is going on here, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna help my friends. And that's kind of their whole narrative arc. That's not a bad Buzz Lightyear. Thank you. I'm trying, I tried, I tried, I gave it a go. Um. Now you do Woody. (laughs) You can't put me on the spot like that, you know. That's okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know that I have to prepare if I'm going to do Woody, okay? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Forgive me for trying to make you yes, Ed. It's it's just <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. What else do I have to say about it? Yeah, it's mm. just so, it's just kind of weird. Toy Story Three is kind of weird. Anyway, it's um, <laughs> Toy Story played... Three in particular. <laughs> I mean, Kingdom it is Hearts it is a little bit weird. Uh, Toy Story Three is good. I know. Kingdom Hearts Three is weird. Um, All right. Do you remember? Never mind. I'll talk no. about it after. Not oh, okay. Really. Well, it's like Toy Story, sort of Toy Story free spoilers. If you haven't seen it, everyone. Do you remember when we went with me, you and my brother to see it, and my brother told us before we watched the movie that the, the movie was gonna end with them holding hands into a furnace and they all die. Yes. And then we watched, and then we watched the movie, and we got to that point, and we're like, "What? Why did he do that?" <laughs> That's pretty funny. We thought it was just... gonna happen. He made us believe. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess he, I guess he pulled the wool over our eyes a little bit. But uh, I, I don't know if I ever truly believed that Woody and all his friends are really going to perish there. Okay, yeah, Toy Story spoilers over. Note from me, so I can note that down in the timestamps. <laughs> if you really care about Toy Story Free still. Um, I don't, I don't really have anything else to talk about that I've been playing. There's some well, game, there's... there's a mobile game called Knighthood that I've been playing. Um, Knighthood. It's owned by King of Candy Crush fame. Um, mm-hmm. But it's got these kind of cartoon knights and stuff. It's okay. This looks like Fortnite. Does it? It just like it's just like a not not the art style, but just like this. Uh, I'm looking on Google Images right now, and it's all these nut like dudes standing with their their swords and shit behind their back, and they're yeah, all that, like, that splash like screen makes it look a lot more like Fortnite than it it does actually in the game. Is it a good game? It's it's interesting. It does kind of a thing where it it kind of fakes out. It kind of tricks you into thinking that it's an action game when actually it's turn-based. Because mm. you can, like, you're you're standing there with, like, a over-the-shoulder camera versus, you know, six guys. And it seems like you, what you would expect is for it to start being Dark Souls or Devil May Cry or something. But it's like, you can punch, which damages the shield, or you can attack. And there's, like, 
chains and you can like chain attacks to do more damage and there's heroes that have abilities and stuff mm-hmm. I don't know it's not that interesting um but I don't know I've been playing it there's always something <laughs> to learn I think from each of these little games and then yes. eventually I'll get sick and I I'll, well I'll get sick of it and I won't want to do it anymore no, you get physically sick and you have to uninstall <laughs> yeah, it. I it's do. too much. I get it. Yeah, now uh, I'm looking at like gameplay screenshots or like the, the like kind of HUD world before you go into the battle. It looks like um what was that Peter Molyneux game? The trail or something Goddess. like that. Oh, no, yeah, Goddess and also the trail sort yeah, of have that it, same it, it sort it of is style. Kind of like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um yeah. This I don't means know. you this only means one thing, you have to go back to the trail, Kevin. Seek your path. Maybe I should. Fly- Find Peter Molyneux. Uh, we had this <laughs> joke going in the Slack in our old uh, Slack channel once that uh, the path's big twist is that you'd make it to the end of the path and there would be like a little Peter Molyneux character sitting on a rock and he would be like talk- piping through his voice chat and be like, hello, would you like to sit down with me? Thanks for completing the path. <laughs> Thank you for completing um, my trail. And do you just have a... Thank you for completing my trail. Now I'm going to tell you all about Project Milo. Um, did, they, did 22 cans ever finish making their their t- 10 crazy experiments or whatever it is they were going to do? <laughs> 10, 10 crazy, crazy... Fr- I don't know what you're talking about. Was that a thing? 22 well, cans projects. So, so, Peter Molyneux started 22 cans because Microsoft wouldn't give him any more money to make Fable anymore, I, I guess. And then the first thing they did was Curiosity the Cube. Of which everyone knows and loves, and remembers. Everyone adored that. Every, everyone remembers where they are when mm. the cu- curiosity of the cube was basically the 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 world's focus. Um, yeah. And then they made goddess, and then people got upset that, that- goddess was a. Then they they made goddess, and then they put it on the phone, and people got upset. And then they got that upset. It was, like they stopped on the computers updating it. purchases, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was Goddess Wars? Yeah, like, so I guess they just did... I think it kind of... I think it, they strayed from their original path. Hmm. I and mean, the trail, the trail was interesting and experimental, but I guess he did it... I think it ended up kind of in, partment, kind of in partner with uh, Congregate or something. Yes. Yeah, who knows what's going on with the trail now. I enjoyed it when it started. Um, but yeah, you're right. It does have wanna... that kind of arts. It does have that kind of the trail art mm. style. These kind of simple... They're kind of gangly dudes and a simple flat kind of colours and stuff. Yeah, textureless faces and all that kind of thing. Um, I just want to say, just, re- just a few weeks ago, I rewatched the uh, <laughs> Curiosity big video that you get of uh, Peter Molyneux standing in front of the green screen, and boy, is it such a treat now. It's, <laughs> what, it's really... What is it like? Um, it's, it's, it's really... Everyone was so excited about it at the time. <laughs> and then coming onto it, and you can see, like, the green around Peter Molyneux's bald head and, and his suit, and he's there, like, standing sort of askew, being like, well, you made it. Quick pan in on his face. Congratulations! You're the only one who made it inside the cube, and uh, and then he makes all these false promises about being a god of gods. I wonder where that guy's at now. I'm pretty sure there was a big um a big story somewhere about about 
yeah, there was that some, that some whole thing. <laughs> some, some shady dealings. Yeah, look, not it's hard. It's hard making a big experimental cube and making it making everything go well. <laughs> Twenty two um, cans started in uh, twenty twelve. Just a little goodness. a little factoid for you. <laughs> Thank you. Did we we were close to that, weren't we? Twenty fourteen, I think, is the start mm-hmm. of Sky Pirate Studios. Okay, well, now we have to make sure we make more projects than 22 Cans does. Yeah, we'll have to learn learn from their mistakes. That's right. Um, and that's and how, here, how are we going to do it, you ask? Uh, we go into our Game of the Week. But very quickly before that, because I forgot I forgot to mention it, just a little bit more headline news. We got 3,000 followers on Twitter, everybody. Hooray. Thank you so much. It finally happened. We were Whoa! right on the cusp. Yeah. We were probably it a, finally a happened. year. Yeah. <laughs> or more. It feels good. <laughs> for like for like a a year we were like thirty nine uh twenty nine hundred and we're like, yes, here we here we go and then we, we got to like two hundred nine hundred and ninety and then it sort of started just, fluctuating a yeah, bit started for a few to months there down. going up and down. Oh well. We yeah, it was sort of it want. was really sad. But now here balls. we are, the people they want fireballs, yum, and they want to see them on their screen, and they got them, and here we are with all these people around us ready to see all our new projects. Thank you all for following us. Uh, please expect more video games in the future. We do it for um, you. But for now on the podcast, we have to do our due diligence, and we're doing this for you too. Even though we didn't get any mail about Austin Powers Pinball or any sort of conference on Austin Powers Pinball, after, we do now have after to... After we em- emphatically plead for some sort of question, some sort of discussion on Austin Powers just Pinball. Just really any sort of any using, sort of handle that we could grip. Just using uh, our small bit of uh, you know power in the world to try and start something that could perhaps have become a global movement. But look, you guys weren't ready for it. That's fine. That's fine. We have to talk about it again and really stress to you this time that Austin Powers Pinball is on the PS1 is worth seeing. Kevin, I hope you've done your due gil- d- diligence this time because um, I'm ready to talk about it. Let's just say. Game Club Club of the Week. say about Austin Powers Pinball. <laughs> okay. I couldn't get it to work. Oh! But I did watch... I did watch a video. Good. Um, so I saw some video and I mm-hmm. went also... I also learnt about the beautiful coupling of Game Boy Austin Powers games... Welcome oh, to my shit. secret lair, and I think the other one, it's not just called Yeah Baby, it's called something, it's called Obehave, is the other one. Obehave, yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, looking at that, Austin Powers pinball, there's really not much to it, is there? It's, a, it's, it's an Austin no. Powers pinball table that's kind really, of... Really, last week I said all I could, all that there yeah, was to be said really, about it, it's but... It's really given us about 50% Austin Powers thrilling theming um i imagine the real pinball table probably takes that up to mm. have you seen did you get a chance to look at that yeah i saw are... the 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 having the time portal at the back is really isn't good. it great it's a very yeah it's a very striking kind of 
uh, design. It's it's a it's a, and it's a good use for it in the pinball table, and it's funny that it comes from Austin Powers. <laughs> it's got all the Doctor Evil music cues. That's all you need, really. It's that's beautiful. The, that's the good stuff. Golden. I remember the time when I changed my ringtone to the Austin Powers ringtone he gets in yeah, his car. Yeah, I still I still think of that whenever I watch an Austin Powers that that was your <laughs> that was your ringtone for at least a few years. Was that? It's good stuff. Uh, Basil Exposition was calling <laughs> you. Is your uh, is your uh, dial tone thing still uh, George Takai saying you're on a Might spaceship? Be. With him? I don't remember. <laughs> Probably not. Mm, I probably got okay. a new phone, then it changed. Mm. You got a new razzle dazzle one. Hey, it's K- it's K Dog. <laughs> hit me up. Yeah, it's hit me really... hit me up when I'm the beat. That's my one. I'm putting um, out a kind of a new a new image as a really confident, kind of really out there character, and that's why I changed that to that. Yeah, and you're you're gonna do it with just your your dial tone. Your business sense, your 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 moxie, and your wraparound sunglasses. That's how you're gonna kill exactly. it. Exactly. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it, baby. Um. So that's kind of. I think that's that's where we're. Le- would I, I want to ask you a question, Kevin? What yes. kind of Austin? If if you all the money in the world was given to the Austin Powers franchise, the, the 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 shareholders, and they could make a great video game, what would you want to see? That's a very good question. From Austin. Um. I want to go over quickly the the Game Boy games. The I sure. only I didn't know that there was an Austin Powers version, but they did. They did an Austin Powers and the Doctor Evil version. Kind they of. They did. Po- it was Pokemon like po- it's like Pokemon and Gold and yeah, Silver. Exactly. <laughs> you have to buy both if you want to have the true, the true experience. Well, I guess link them up had, with your friends. They did have. It does have a, a, a series of things you can do linked up, but none of them are good. <laughs> It's you can play it all from what I saw, you can link up and play rock, paper, scissors, which is good. Great. You, you could do it yourself, but if you wanna you could do it just with your hands, but if you maybe it's for people who don't have hands and love Austin Powers. Um Right. Yeah, and it's a classic Austin Powers thing, right? He's always playing rock, paper, always, scissors. They're always playing rock, paper, scissors. You get the that's the that's you get to choose whether you want to play against Doctor Evil or Number Two or Will Ferrell <laughs> as Mustafa, right? You can also so these both these games were like themed as Windows, <laughs> like that. The idea was that they were like a pretend desktop, which is interesting because there's <laughs> been recent games that have been pretend desktops um Hyper sure. Space outlaw kingsway hypno so space outlaw it's coming it's coming back but yeah at the time they were joke it was jokes about uh windows 2000 i guess they they, they both open up with like dos boot up like checking the rom and whatever but they each have they each are kind of informed and have jokes written into it either based on Austin Powers or Doctor Evil. Do- the Doctor Evil ones kind of seem to make more sense. Um, the Austin Power ones are just like Ram check. Oh, groovy baby, yeah. Ooh, am I sexy? Um, I probably couldn't even do that. Another thing that you can do with the link cable is you can write. You can write notes. It has a thing where you can write notes and you can send them. 
I believe the mm-hmm. way you have to choose the letter is press up and down to cycle through the entire alphabet. Good. Um, and there's also a calculator on the Austin Powers version that's uh, obviously the sh- called the Shagulator. Um, right. Which right. is a calculator, but also kind of the bottom right corner of the screen features a silhouette of a dancing Austin Powers. <laughs> Ooh. And so you put in, you know, you put in your different <laughs> maths equations, and he does some different dance moves. He does some some sort of dance moves down the bottom. Who is yeah. this for? I don't under, I don't quite, I don't quite register. <laughs> I guess it's for it's for it's for someone who knows their child likes Austin Powers, um, but doesn't know I, what a good game is. I see. You sh- okay. That's There's... fair. I did I did watch Goldmember when I was a child, and I enjoyed it a lot, despite not knowing what was going on. So maybe, in a different world, <laughs> my mother would have bought me uh, Welcome to My Underground Lair, or Yeah Babe, or whatever the other one's called. Um, okay. If we had an infinite budget, and we had to make an Austin Powers game. Okay. Um, it'd probably be... You'd probably do, like, Metal Gear Solid, right? You'd, like, sneak around as Austin like Powers. Stealth, like, a, like a kind of funny Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, you would have to do missions, I guess. I don't know how you would mm-hmm. make it funny. Um, maybe he could... <laughs> maybe, uh... Now I have to draw from the fucking movie. Jesus, this is really hard. Don't make movie games. Do, uh, this is hard. You have a scene where... You have a level where you're <gasps> behind the sheet and you have to do... Make things look like silly innuendo shadow puppetry. That'd, that'd 100% be a quick time event on that one. <laughs> It'd be. I was thinking it'd be like um, you know that uh, that 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 two-player co-op game that's about getting out of jail. <laughs> yes. Um, a, that, a way, way out, out. I think yeah. it's called or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe you could have like a, a co-op kind of game that sh- does different sequences from all the Austin Powers movies. So, so you'd have like uh, I can only think of Goldmember right now. Sorry, everybody. You'd have uh, a mini me and Doctor Evil uh, escaping the prison. Uh, you'd have Austin Powers and Mini-Me finally working together um, to <laughs> infiltrate uh, Dr. Evil's lair. Um, <laughs> you'd have all these... Uh, and, and maybe even uh, Foxy Cleopatra and, and uh, Austin Powers could could do a thing. You could have a, a puzzle game sequence where uh, Foxy has to... Uh, uh, she has to... Uh, uh, what does she do? She, like, possesses someone at some point. Does she? Yeah, you remember when she's talking through the dude and then the dude kisses Austin Powers and it's a funny gay joke? No, I don't this... remember that. It's like when she's I don't first remember introduced. That being one of her powers. No, she's like, I'm talking through a, a spy person. And oh, I I'm see. Foxy. Just, Foxy I, Cleopatra. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I do remember he, that. She kisses him. I guess. And Goldmember comes out. He's like, I have gold! <laughs> so. It's like the it's like the <laughs> Ghostbusters the video game. We need to get Michael Myers oh. on board. We need to write a new original story that involves time traveling back through the events of <laughs> the three films. God, I would. <laughs> you, that's such a good parallel. You like Ghostbusters the video game isn't good, but it's a, a real treat if you have like if you do enjoy that movie a whole lot or that series. Yeah. Um. And and I feel like a. a <laughs> 
Austin Powers game in the same vein would really tickle me pink and I'd really enjoy it. If I could just, like, walk around the headquarters and, like, fuck around with everything, um, yeah, I, would, I would be very happy. And if, of course, Mike Myers reprised his, his role... Um, his roles, I'm sorry, he'd be everybody. <laughs> you know, please, you'd have to be fucking everybody. Please forgive me, Mike. Um, sorry, Mike, you do a lot of work for those maybe movies. Maybe we can get him to bring in his, uh, the new character that he created for the gong show. Oh, cool, <laughs> what's that, what's that? I don't remember. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me about, he was just kind of an announcer, dude. Yeah, he's, um, he's like, called everyone cheeky monkeys. Right. And was and then, just, just obtusely not... Like, Mike Myers was trying his best to pretend that it was real. It was a weird thing. Oh, man. I think... And we can have, like, a Viceland interview with Mike Myers where he'll be like, Yeah, I I didn't want to return to Austin Powers, but I feel like in the video game (laughs) format, it's really brought him to life and let me have some flexibility with the characters. Yeah, there's so much Um, left to explore. I don't think that's going to There's so much Austin Powers to explore. It seems unlikely. I don't think we'll get that. I think probably the best... Austin Power video game experience that we could have is to just mod Austin Powers and a, a huge amount of sound effects into Metal Gear Solid Five. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you let's... can drive the car around and stuff because that's an important part too. Yeah, you'd uh, instead of the Octo Camel camo in Metal Gear Solid Four, you'd have the the Cocto Camel camo. The Jaguar. I, I, the Jaguar, yeah. You'd have a lot of funny different gadgets. I don't remember. You'd have his car. His his yeah. He's got you'd a have... few cars. I think he gets a new car each each one. Yeah, that's that's a classic James Bond thing, and so so it is an Austin Powers thing, <laughs> I guess. Um, so anyway, Danny DeVito will be portray- portraying Mini Me for this one. <laughs> Rest in peace, Vern Troyer. Mike, if you're listening. Why why did you laugh at that? At what? At Jesus. I... I was just thinking about Mike Myers. Um, he just makes you laugh and it. smile in the darkest of times. I did. Well, the, the, also these um, these Game Boy games also featured like extremely de-res, like a tiny, like a sixteen by sixteen space of pixels in the corner where they had heavily compressed some clips of Mike Myers as Austin Powers just uh, mugging into the camera. Oh, yummy. That's but it, good. It would have... they. It would not have been new footage. They would have just cut it from the Taking movies. It, cut it from the movies. Classic. It's like when you used to play like a like a Wii movie game and then you'd get like, oh, you got unlockable. Here's a still of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Um... But anyway, this is the most hungover I've ever been talking about Austin Powers <laughs> on the Game Boy Color. So I think we're going to put a bow on it this time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me and Kevin. We, we, ha- we haven't said what the new game is going to be, and I have an idea for it. I'd love... I was going to ask you if you had an idea for it, Kevin, because I most certainly do not have any ideas to speak of at this moment. I Hit me, buddy. I want to play... Someone commented on this on the Stocks and Swords thing and said that it ah. like Star Ocean, the Star Ocean ah. they made for the Game Boy. I don't remember Game what... Boy it has a special Color? name, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah, it was on Game Boy Color. It looks really nice. Apparently, from reviews... That, so, I, I kind of knew about this game before. The art is very nice and has great, like, keyframes mm. for hitting enemies and stuff. Apparently, the game itself is not that good, but I'm still interested 
in exploring it. Yes, Star and there'd be a lot to, to draw sphere. from in terms of visuals. Blue well, Sphere. Game Boy Color for uh, release 2001. Yes, and I believe this game has been maybe fan-translated. Yeah, um, I think that is... Because I don't believe it was released in the West. So you can you can do your do your research, uh, you brush up your knowledge, let your fingers do the walking, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to play Star Ocean Blue Sphere. Um, if you have anything to say about Blue Sphere, or you have any questions for us, any, any, uh, hit us up, questions at skypirateradio.com. Radio.com Questions at skypiratradio.com Or Skypire Twitter Fucking I hesitated I hesitated <laughs> And I still got it wrong <laughs> It's okay It's it's okay I'm just in a, in a state of mind right now It's questions at skypiratestudios.com Forget yes. what I said before Everything I said up to this point in the podcast Complete BS <laughs> Frankly Rewrite Um Twitter, Sky Pirate Radio. That's what I'm talking about. That's where the radio is, everybody. You can hit us up there too if, you, if you're a bit shy for email. Um, please do. Uh, please well, do. I want to be more active about calling out for questions on the Twitter as well. I think that's something I need Me to be too. doing a bit more. We're gonna build up I just Discord. had a funny assignment week. That's all, everybody. I'm going I'll be to back on it soon. reply to our, our nice comments. Mm hmm. Things are. Things are changing around here. It's becoming uh, an engine of games. Yes, uh, the 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 winds have changed in our favor, and all they're, our turbines are spinning like yeah, crazy. They're accelerating. They're accelerating. Yes. It, it wasn't bad before. It's just an acceleration of all the good things we already had. Yep, the momentum is picking up, and the winds are changing. Sky Pirate Radio whistling through the wind and the breeze. Hear it through the trees. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Have a good day, please. Thank you. Bye. Uh, have a great week, everyone, and see you on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs>